The bazaar at Hashamba is, in no uncertain terms, a happening place. An unbelievable selection of wares lines the sandy streets in colors you wouldn't believe could even exist. It's a jovial place. People are friendly, and the faces are regular, and absolutely everyone who works the bazaar knows Henry. Henry comes to market every day. With his golden hair, distinctive walk, and a smile that could melt hearts, he's hard to miss. He has his preferred vendors, and no matter who's shopping, if Henry comes to your stand, he always gets served first. Everyone loves Henry because he never haggles. He always pays in full with a warm smile and a firm shake. But Henry isn't a person. He's a dog, or more accurately, a spectral dog. And he's one of the success stories we'll discuss today. I'm Brian David Judkins, and this is Living in Fantasy. Henry is what's known as a familiar, a spiritual servant conjured by a wizard or other magic user. Now, before we continue, it's important to set the record straight on one thing. Familiars are not pets. They are conjurings who are crafted to aid in certain magical tasks. They are imbued with intelligence, and by their nature, they are successful companions. Familiars are, however, limited by their magical masters. Their existence is bound by an enchanted tether, and if their master should perish, well, that's usually the end of the familiar. In some rare cases, a wizard's power may be so great that the lingering magical resonance can extend a familiar's lifespan far beyond the wizard's own death. A familiar with a task and no master is a very tragic thing. Thankfully, that's where Marika Dariyama steps in. Marika is the founder and minister of Familiar Friends, an adoption agency for wayward familiars. Dariyama is herself a sorceress and has made it her mission to care for those spectral creatures who've been abandoned. The obvious contradiction is, why would a wizard care to adopt a familiar when they could just conjure one themselves? It turns out that the wizarding world is a bit more complicated than that. Take the example of Henry. Henry's rescuer had his bottom half transformed into a fish after losing a wizard duel. Being a merwizard has made travel nearly impossible. Consequently, all of his magical energy and focus is devoted to restoring his human legs. Having Henry, who is already trained in potion ingredients, has been a lifesaver. I like to think he's rescued me, said the wizard. Having Henry has reconnected me with the outside world. Adoption is also an excellent training ground for young magic users. Conjuring can be a tricky school of magic, and those who choose to rush their schooling often end up with weird or useless companions. Dariyama advises anyone who feels their apprentice may be lacking in summoning skills to consider adoption 
as a gentle lead-in to the conjuring arts. Familiar Friends also works quite frequently with the disabled, providing extra medical assistance for wizards with physical disabilities. Henrietta Glavis is a young wizard born with True Sight, a rare ability to see beyond the limits of mortal eyes. Sadly, she lost the ability after a traumatic evening when she scried her mother, secretly kissing a familiar holiday mascot. Through the program, she was able to adopt Maurice, a spectral raven who now serves as her eyes. Boris Misselglade lost his hands in a cauldron explosion his first week at wizard camp. Familiar friends paired him with an octopus companion named Mr. Tittlepinks. Thanks to the agency's training program, the octopus functions as Boris's hand, even providing ink for scroll writing. Like all charities, Familiar Friends relies on donations to keep themselves in practice. But unlike other organizations, their most valuable resource is magic. Huge amounts of magical energy is necessary to maintain these spectral animals. Marika relies on surplus magic donations to keep Familiar Friends a charity-focused environment. Surprisingly, the adoption agency has found aid from an unlikely source. The prisoners of Alakazamatraz are the realm's most hardened evil wizards. The floating island houses over 800 criminals, all convicted of magic-related crimes. The current sultan has taken a position of reform, believing that repeat crime may be eliminated with the removal of magic ability. And so, in conjunction with familiar friends, a reform program has been established to help maintain existing familiars at the expense of prisoner magic energy. Familiars with less pragmatic skills, such as knitting or pot-stirring, are sadly less likely to be adopted due to their limited companionship. Thanks to this reform program, these creatures can find a permanent home with model prisoners, who have proven responsible enough to handle the charge. Those who willingly surrender their magic power can earn time off their sentence in addition to gaining a friend. While adoption has brought a great deal of joy to the wizarding world, the unfortunate reality is that darkness lurks even in the realm of charity. When speaking about the difficulties of her job, Dariyama made a point to warn about familiar farms, mass conjured familiars made and sold cheaply by the dozens. While these familiars may be attractive to the coin purse, the truth is that their value is rarely more than skin deep. They're forced to learn the most basic of tasks, mostly fetch quests like grabbing the mail or a pair of slippers, stunt performances that make them look universally handy, when in reality they probably don't even understand language. These farms cut costs by denying basic intelligence charms to their familiars, leaving adopters with one-trick do-nothings. Even worse, attunement laws protect them from refunds. Dariyama advises caution, 
and suggests only adopting from reputable sources. All in all, adoption is a wonderful option and offers many benefits over conjuration. Rescued familiars have inherent training and can be far easier to maintain than anything made yourself. Each companion goes through a rigorous inspection to make sure it qualifies for companionship. If adoption is not right for you, Marika and everyone at Familiar Friends would like you to consider donating. Any magical energy you have stored can be delivered straight to Familiar Friends, Main Street off the Hashamba Bazaar, or consider volunteering your time. Familiars need constant practice to maintain their charge, and you never know, you might just find a familiar. I'm Brian David Judkins, and this has been Living in Fantasy. This episode of Living in Fantasy was rescued from an adoption agency by Play Plus One, written and partially scored by Brian David Judkins, edited and mixed by Ned Donovan. Additional music provided by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios and Kevin McLeod of Incompetech. We at Living in Fantasy are big advocates of animal adoption, most of us having rescues of our own. If you feel the need for a pet in your life, please consider your local adoption charity. Volunteers are also needed to exercise animals in waiting, so consider offering your time in lieu of your wallets. If long-term commitment is not available, many agencies have foster programs where you can temporarily house rescues slotted for adoption. Some fostering programs can be as short as two weeks and helps keep rescues out of shelters while they wait for their forever homes. As always, please give generously. <laughs>